Hey guys, this is Bruce and welcome to Combo Courses Podcast. I'm doing an experiment where I'm doing dailies here. So um, we'll see how this goes. I don't know if I'll keep this or maybe I'll do this twice a week or something like that because it hasn't been that bad. I got so many things I can talk about, so many questions to answer. But right now I wanted to focus my time on the categories of cybersecurity. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of times in this industry, people think that cybersecurity is all about I think it's all about um, just hacking or something like that, something to that effect. And uh, those are the things that are popular, just um, hacking or um, pen testing or um, programming. Uh, another one's for digital forensics. People think that that's all that there is. But in cybersecurity, now, just so you know, I've been doing this for a very long time. I've I've done everything from the technical side where I'm actually configuring systems and installing systems and, and that kind of thing. But I've also done the sort of more of the management type side. And I want to tell you that there's a so many different parts to cybersecurity. And when you see somebody talking about hacking or, or whatever, right, it's very glamorous, but that's a tiny fraction of the whole spectrum of cybersecurity. It goes very deep. So if you're actually trying to get into this career path because you know it pays very well, and it does, then I, what I want to do is introduce you to some other categories of cybersecurity that you may not know, know about. And so one of, there's an organization out there, and it's from nonprofits and the government and a couple of um, private sector. They got together and they broke down the different categories of cybersecurity that need to be addressed. And it's not just cybersecurity by itself. Some of it is you have a system administrator who does cybersecurity. That also counts for this one. And I'm going to explain that in a second. If you if you stick with me, you'll understand this and you'll understand, especially if you this is particularly for you. If you are trying to get into cybersecurity, if you're interested enough to want to be a part of cybersecurity in this field and if you've been thinking about getting into it, I'm going to show you the whole spectrum of cybersecurity. Let me show you a framework called, uh, it's called the Workforce Framework for Cybersecurity. And if you didn't know about this, this is something the federal, U.S. federal government has been using for years now to figure out what categories to put people in and what kind of training that they need to do in order to be in these different categories. And from a bird's eye view, let me just switch my screen over here on TikTok. Feel free to ask me any kind of questions. I'll be doing this for about 30 minutes if you're interested in this. But let me show you what I've, I've got going on here. And I'm, just so you know, I'm broadcasting on a podcast, but I'm also doing so I'll, I will explain what we're looking at here. But you can watch this on YouTube and Facebook. Eventually, we'll put this on Facebook. Um, but here, here we have all the categories. Now, there's seven different categories at the time of this recording. There's analyze. Uh, there's collect and operate. There's investigate, there is operate and maintain, oversee and govern, protect and defend, and securely provision. And what I want to do is give you an example of each one of these seven categories, because each one of these breaks out into uh, specialty areas. So, for example, an analyze breaks out into uh, what you call exploit uh, analysis language analysis, target analysis. And you'll you'll see that some of these don't look like cybersecurity topics, but they in fact they they are. Now if you happen to be 
dual uh, bilingual, if you happen to know another language um, very fluently, you might actually be able to very quickly go into something called language analysis, which we'll kind of briefly touch on in a second. But what I want to keep this kind of high level right now just to show you the different specialty areas. Now, there's about, I don't know, 30 or 40 different specialty areas because each one of these categories of cybersecurity breaks out into these special specialty areas. Now, in collect and operate, you'll see things like cyber operational planning. You know, you, you don't think that that would have a lot of hands-on stuff, and it, and it actually doesn't. So let's let's keep going here. And when I say hands-on, I mean like somebody who's actually configuring a server or setting up a network and stuff like that. Cybersecurity is not all just about that. It's a very broad area. It's a very broad um, umbrella. So investigation is, is what you might expect. It's digital forensics, cyber investigations, threat hunting, things like that. And we'll, we'll kind of cover that in a second. Uh, operate and maintain. This is what people normally think about when they think about uh, system administrators, data administrators, network services, that's their network engineers, thing like that, things like that. These guys are in uh, cybersecurity in that they have to do a lot of cybersecurity type activities. They're, they're not typically um, seen as cybersecurity people, but they have to do a lot of things in cybersecurity, uh, as you might expect when they're installing patches or things like that. Um, oversee and govern. So this is what I do. I can speak extensively on this, but this is a lot of management type stuff. Cybersecurity management. Uh, this is your C-level execs, and it even includes uh, legal and program managers. Program managers. This is something I would very much like to talk to you about because program management requires a, a certain level of emotional intelligence that a lot of IT people do not have. Okay, and I, I, it's a very important, um, a very critical piece of any kind of system engineering, any kind of major cybersecurity projects, anything the organization is doing that where they're spending a lot of time, money, and energy, and a lot of resources. They need a program manager. I'll get off my soapbox on that one, but it's, it also pays very well. So and that's something I talk about a lot on my site. Program management is a big one. Okay. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep let's keep it high level. Protect and defend. So protect and defend is dealing with a cyber defense analysis, just to kind of name a few. Incident response. That's a huge one. Vulnerability assessment and management. Huge, huge, huge. But that's defend, uh, protect and defend. So you see, this is not all just firewalls. This is not all hacking. Have it, I haven't even mentioned hacking yet, right? That's how big this field is. And there's some things that are not even included on here, like cryptography. You don't see cryptography on here, but cryptography is considered part of um, part of cybersecurity. And I would argue that the cyberpunks, the guys who created um, the concept for Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff, were also very good cybersecurity people. Anyway, so pre securely provision. Now, this one has to do with risk management, software development, system architecture, that sort of thing. So you can see uh, what I want to do is just show you the high level here. There's many different categories of cybersecurity, and it's not all just hacking. It's not all just programming. Yes, those are part of what we do, but in the major scheme of things, like when you look at the big picture for all of this, it's it's a very big field. And I want to just explain to you why. Um, if you think about it, it really makes sense. When you go to your bank and you are trying to 
send a wire transfer from one bank using ACH uh, to another bank, right? Or you want to wire something overseas or whatever the case may be. Um, the bank has a certain, um, they have certain protocols and procedures and certain policies that they have to do in order to secure your, your information to make sure that the $1,000 you sent from one bank to another or from to your whoever, wh wherever you're sending it, they have to make sure that that information is protected. The rules and protocols and procedures and the legal system, all of the things that come together, that is known as secure um, security compliance. Now, the financial industry has a different uh, set of laws, as you would imagine, than, say, the healthcare industry, right? The healthcare industry is protecting your your um, healthcare information, your digital. If it's that information is digitized, they have to protect that information, right? So they have a whole different set of laws that are completely different um, because it has a different um, has a different it has it requires a bus different business solution than say a bank. Now, if you think about it like this, the government, fe the federal government, who's protecting your social security number, they're protecting your I don't know they're they're holding making sure that. Um, Things like the DMV, if you're talking about the state, um, they have to protect your personal inf information as well and make sure that that's, you know, of course, there's all kinds of leaks and all kinds of hacks and all that kind of stuff going on. But they have a whole different set of procedures and rule sets and laws that apply to the federal and state government. And that's also called security compliance. Security compliance is in every industry. It's in every state. It's in every jurisdiction. It's in every county. And it's in every country. Each country has their own set of laws that pertain to them. And all of us, all of them have different solutions that they need for their particular situation. So one would imagine, like as you can probably imagine, there's a lot of security that has to be done uh, for that. And it's not all hacking. Like you can see how hacking is a tiny drip in a gigantic ocean that is cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is a very huge field, and that's why you have seven different categories. Now, what I want to do is kind of give you a practical understanding of these seven categories. Now, let's start from the top here. I'm going to give you a, a specific example of where you might have seen this on TV or in a movie or kind of relate it to something you can understand here on a practical way. So let's start with analyze. The first um, category we see on the top here is analyze. So analyze has these specialty areas right here. Now, if you break these down, and if you want to go to the site, by the way, if you happen to be watching me on YouTube, um, I have a link to where you can actually follow along. The actual site is there in the link. Now, analyze. Let me give you a practical understanding of what analyze is. Now, when I was in the military, we had, when I was in a combat zone, and we have uh, we had language analysts. When, if ever we uh, and the reason why we had these language analysts is because we can't understand, say, if if uh, say a um, another country is attempting to hack our systems, like they'll put some code on our systems, and and that code happens to be in Ukrainian or in Russian or whatever other language. You need a language analyst to actually figure out what is being said in that um, in that code, and that's why a lot of times they figure out, oh yeah, this. 
this hack came from Russia. This hack came from Ukraine. This hack came from whatever country because you have a language analyst who has um, their multidiscipline in language languages where they can figure out and decipher and figure out like what's going on. And they'll have like different tools that help them to decipher what's going on with that, with whatever hack is going on. So this is actually a part of the analyze um, category. Let me give you another example, threat analysis. Now, this is a big one. Um, so a cyber threat analysis is something uh, where what you're doing is you're trying to detect and figure out um, where a company might get hacked from, uh, an organization might get hacked from. And it sounds impossible, sounds crazy, right? But to, how can you figure out where threats are coming from? Well, there's there's some ways to do it. So if you think about like this, um, right now, somebody might be trying to hack. I don't know. I'm just pick something off the top of my head. They might be trying to hack Walmart or something. Well, what, what Walmart can do is they can have somebody scour the Internet and do search, conduct searches or create a tool that goes out and crawls, uh, does a web crawl of the Internet to figure out, OK, who is mentioning Walmart? Uh, who, who is talking about it on social media? Who's talking? Where are the communications that are in the public domain to figure out who is talking about us so we can figure out um, where those threats are coming from? Because a lot of times when these before the attack even occurs, these uh, criminal hackers are talking amongst each other on the dark web about how they're going to attack or they even they even already had the attack. They already pulled the information from there and they're selling Walmart's emails. Now, this is just, just an example. I, just so you know, I, I don't have a client with Walmart or anything like that. I don't, I don't, I don't have not interacted with Walmart cybersecurity. I was using them as an example, and um, I'm unaware of any current attacks uh, or anything like that. So, um, just this is just an example. But that is what threat warning uh, uh, analysts do, and um, this is something I did at my last job. As a matter of fact, it was one of our jobs was to do threat analysis on companies. To figure out what's going on and this also pertains to doing cyber um looking at uh, terrorist threats for organiz for for whole countries by the way so that's analyze and um analyze goes into um analyzing information analyzing targets analyzing threats that might be coming um to a cybersecurity uh to, to an organization so there is there can be some hacking involved. There can be times where you have to know a little code, but uh, language analysts don't typically know code, you know, and then all source analysis. This goes straight into just intelligence. This is normally what you'll see in like intelligence organizations where they're gathering actual actionable intelligence from other from multiple sources putting that information together to figure out, okay, we have a terrorist threat here. We have a terrorist threat, threat there. You know, we know that uh, we have um, advanced persistent threats here and there. Um, we, we have some, we have reason to believe we have human intelligence, people on the ground where they've gathered this or that information to figure out who's going to attack what. And a good example of this one would be that if you've ever watched a uh, mission impossible, um, the ghost, uh, ghost recon, that one, they have they talk about this type of job all the throughout that one. The, um, as a matter of fact, they have one of the characters is an analyst, and this is the, what they're talking about. This is somebody who who pulls information from different sources, different intelligence sources, puts it together, and figures out. Okay, we know that there's a credible there, there's a probable 
uh, attack that's going to happen over here, over there, based off of all the uh, intel that they've gathered in the field. Okay, so we beat that one to death. Let's keep going here. So that is analyze, and that's in cybersecurity. Um, then we've got collect and operate. Let's look at this one. So here's the specialty areas with collect and operate. Now, what are we talking about here? This is also dealing with a lot of intelligence. This was a lot of government, uh, Department of Defense and some of the other three-level organizations will have something like this, cyber operations, where they're also looking at real-time threats. Uh, they're looking at foreign intelligence entities. So this one's very much related to uh, what we are talking about here, analyze. Um, a lot of times we'll see these in like um, security operations centers. A security operations center, especially the ones for that work for um, different governments, they're very large. You know, um, they have a large um, office where you have all these giant screens going on. You see these in movies, like when they were walking in, and it's like, what's the threat? And there's a there's supposed to be a bomb here, and they're trying to figure out like what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, a lot of times they're talking about a cyber. Uh, Intel planner. These are the guys who put everything together. And if I could just kind of read through some of this details here, it says develops detailed intelligence plans to satisfy cyber operations requirements. So these are the guys that are kind of uh, managing all the information that's coming in and how we're going to what we're going to do once we gather that information. So that is collect and operates dealing with a lot of Intel type stuff and um you see it in movies and stuff like that. That's it's not like the movies, to be honest with you. It's pretty boring. Uh, but okay, investigation. Now, this one, if you've ever seen the show CSI, this is it, the digital forensics, not necessarily the scientists, uh, scientific forensics where they're um, trying to figure out when a person was murdered based off of the insects uh, that are consuming the corpse or whatever, you know, sorry to be so crude, but that's forensics. Digital forensics is a little bit different. This is the, the people who will take a computer that a lot of times they work with law enforcement and stuff because they're dealing with very heavy issues. Very, you know, I don't want to get flagged for talking about some of the stuff that they, that they find. But if you're talking about digital, digital forensics, you're only talking about a few crimes, uh, major crimes that are going to have to, necessitate a digital forensics guy major crime murders and um assaults uh that were caught on fin on on digital media and somebody try to hide some illegal contraband on their computer and and try to uh do some uh illegal transactions using uh cryptocurrency or something like that you know and they have to trace back where the cryptocurrency wallets went to or they have to figure out um, see if somebody was using some illegal uh, pictures or images on their computer, but they try to erase it. But with digital forensics, you can actually you can actually extract that from the ones and zeros on the hard drive. That is what we're talking about when we're talking about investigations. So they work a lot with the law, with law enforcement. They work a lot with um, with uh, the with law. They they might have to do uh, things like um, what you call it up. Uh, chain of custody where they have to make sure that the that the hard drive that they're investigating can get to trial and, and not be tampered with and things like that. So that's investigations. Um, then you have maintain and operate. So what is this one? Maintain and operate is this one's pretty self-explanatory. Um, once I mean, once you see some of the job titles and stuff in here, 
uh, network services. That's like the people who install, configure, test, operate, maintain the network, the firewalls, the the switches, the hubs. They, they say hubs here, but not many people use hubs that much anymore. So that's kind of funny. But um, system administrators, these are people who install, troubleshoot, maintain the servers and the configuration files and make sure that the config the confidentiality the integrity and the availability of the system is is protected so yeah that's that is maintain and operate uh, then you've got oversee and govern now i could talk my entire site is about this one uh specifically about cybersecurity management because this is what i do and and this is when i when we were talking about this in the beginning we we're talking about um what exactly what i'm doing which is um, this right here, information system security manager. Actually, I'm a, uh, my specialty is information system security uh, operate uh, officer, but management is something I do as well. Uh, so a security, uh, doing cybersecurity for the whole organization, making sure that the cybersecurity of the organization is sound, making sure the documentation is good, making sure that um, you've got um, all the system security controls are in place. Things like that. And you have to work a lot with the C-level execs, high-level security uh, people within the organization. You're doing a lot of coordination, talking with the program managers, talking with the subject matter experts on the firewalls, on the networks, on all that kind of stuff to make sure that we as a team in the organization are doing what we're supposed to do. Whether that's doing PCI compliance or HIPAA compliance or whatever, whatever industry standard we need to meet, that's kind of what cybersecurity managers are kind of doing. And then a ComSec manager, these guys manage the cryptography, the crypto keys within an organization. So that is one, that's just one of the specialty areas that we're talking about for overseeing govern. This also goes in the C-level exec. This is your CIOs, your CISOs with chief system security officers or your chief information security officers, your C-level execs, your legal people. You don't often see legal people um, lumped into cybersecurity, but here it is right before your eyes. I'm telling you, the point I'm trying to make is that cybersecurity is not just programming. It's not just hacking stuff. It's also it includes legal uh, advocacy because the organization has to protect its, its reputation if somebody is defaming the organization. Right. Their reputation is at stake. Who do they go to? You go to your legal team. Your legal team is has to determine, OK, did these people defame the, the our organization? Are these do we need to do a, a cease and desist order on this website that's trying to do what's what's called typo squatting? Like that's where you like, let's say Google dot com. But some somebody creates a, a site called uh, Google where the E and the L are transposed. So that people, whenever they miss uh, type Google, it goes to their site and then they take you to a, some malware or something, some some other site. So are, do we have a legal case um, for the protection of our reputation or not? You know, so legal is also where you would um, talk about, OK, we need to develop a privacy uh, notification. We need to develop a um a, something so that some a non-disclosure agreement for all of our users who come in that's legal department they so they're very much involved with things like 
privacy notifications that pop up on a website. Whenever you've gone to a website, that privacy notification pops up, right? That's serious because the organization doesn't want to be liable to, they don't want to get sued because they released your information without you knowing about it, without you, you know, knowing what you were clicking on. So they have to go to the legal department for that kind of stuff. Cybersecurity includes that kind of thing. So let's keep going here. I want to show you a few more things and I'll keep it a little bit briefer on the next ones we do. So that's oversee and govern. Um, let's go to the next one, which is protect and defend. This is one of my favorite ones because this one, excuse me, this one includes uh, cyber defense analysis. Uh, in a past life, this is what I did. And this is this one is really fun. I, I really love doing this one. This is uh, people looking at logs. It looks like the matrix. Like they, they'll sit there and they're they're watching a screen full of logs go by and they're trying to figure out um, what what is if there's any kind of attacks going on in on their in their environment. If there's some if there's uh, malware happening in the environment, like it, it actually infiltrated the environment or if there's somebody doing something they're not supposed to do. You could pick that stuff up in the logs if you know what to look for. And they're looking for certain patterns of behavior inside the logs that's reflected in what's going on. So cyber defense analysis is where you would do that. It's picking up the IDS, intrusion detection, intrusion prevention, the firewall logs, the uh, network traffic logs, all that stuff. And it's making a determination. And these days you can kind of do it a little bit with uh, artificial intelligence to help you out, to help out the actual cyber defense analysts. Uh, so that is what we're talking about with, that's one of the things that we're talking about with protect and defend. Another huge one is incident response. That's a big one. And then vulnerability. These are like whole industries, by the way. I mean, this I'm briefly kind of mentioning the names, but this is an entire industry in and of itself. This one, incident response is its own thing. And so is vulnerability management. Okay, let's go to securely provision. And this is the last, the last one, last but not least. And this one's getting into risk management. This is something I do a lot. I mean, this is my whole job right here, risk management. Um, uh, this is making sure that the organization is within an acceptable level of risk because every system that's out there, every single system, no matter uh, what system it is has some certain level of risk that they have to operate with. And so risk management is just simply making sure that the risk is not too great for them to operate. And not, the risk, if a system has too much risk, um, and too much exposure to their critical systems, then they can get, they, they're, they're going to get hacked at some point. They're going to have a breach at some point if your risk is too high. So you need risk management as a specialty area. Software development, whenever you develop software, you gotta make sure that that software is developed securely so that you don't have any major breaches. A lot of the breaches that happen, uh, especially with zero days, is because of software issues, that software that wasn't secure. And that's all in securely division, uh, securely provision rather. So there's other things in here. And the whole point I'm trying to make before I close this thing out, and I'm almost done here, is that, Cybersecurity is a huge, it's a huge field. It includes everything from management. Uh, program managers are a very integral part to cybersecurity. It's a whole different discipline. They do not have to have hands-on stuff. They do need to at some point understand the organization's process 
on how software is developed, but not necessarily no Java or no C++ or how to actually code or um, how to use the coding libraries and all that kind of stuff. They don't need to know that. They need to know the organization's process. They need to know things like Agile. They need to know things like, what's the other one? Scrum and, um, and things like that. Processes that allow an organization to uh, get to securely build the system, securely uh, build the software, develop the software, things like that they need to know. So it this includes C-level executives. This includes, um, like we said, management. It includes risk uh, risk management, managing the risk effectively for an organization. It includes an, a lot of analysis. It includes all of these aspects. So whenever you think, whenever somebody says cybersecurity, just know it's a huge, huge field. And it's not just one thing. It's many different things. Okay, that's it for this one, guys. Thank you for watching me. I really appreciate it. I'm I'm trying to do these lives um, daily. I'm, I've got one on YouTube coming tomorrow. I'll try to put this on TikTok as well. I'll try to put on as many platforms as I can tomorrow. Um, I do these at least once a week on Saturdays, 1 o'clock Mountain Standard Time on YouTube. I've got a podcast. It's called Pod uh, ComboCourses.com podbean.com and if you go to combocourses.com there's tons of downloadables tons of free stuff um, it's free to actually sign up there and i'm always giving out stuff like this where I, I don't expect you to pay me anything i'm just giving you out information so we can get more people um where they can take care of their family to me that's the name of the game you taking being able to take care of yourself and being able to take care of your family that's the name of the game uh, that's why I teach people how to get into this field, how to make more money in this field, and how to have um, security um, in this field. Um, you know, financial security, um, a career security, so that they can take care of themselves and their family. All right, guys, that's it for this one. Thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate everybody um, who watched, and I'm sorry I couldn't get to your questions this time. Maybe next time we'll we'll uh, tackle those questions. Peace.